You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kivalevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. A non-Jew who studies Torah. The Gemara says in the name of Rabbi Yechanan that he's Chayv Misa because he's stealing from us. The Torah is my Rosh Akivas Yaakov. It's for us, not for them. But the Gemara says that he can definitely study his own halachas. That he's allowed to do. He's allowed to uh, study halachas that are relevant to the Zion mitzvos or things that are relevant to his life, as we see here, Rabbi Yochanan, Leisha Osek Petorah, Chayiv Misa. So it might be Gezel, or it might be like Nahar Morosa. Um, I'm going to skip the question about how the others learn Torah. Um, or, you know, how oh, no. Robert Kivalevich? Yes. Oh, how about all these prophetic uh, uh, words of uh, the, the, the world will be filled of, uh, you know, the words of Hashem, uh, you know, things like that. I, and I, as I understand, in the, in the ancient times, in times of a Ro, in a Roman Empire, uh, Jews were actually involved in a lot of proselytizing. I mean, yes. it's a it, it was so. Uh, I don't know how to we reconcile this. I understand what you're saying, but I, I have a problem reconciling those two. Uh, so you're right. In other words, what Dr. Kogan is saying, this idea might have been honored more in the breach than in fulfillment of it. That there were many cases where Jews teach Torah to non-Jews. Um, there's a lot of answers uh, to this question. Um, one of the answers is, is that if you don't go into depth with them, um, and you'll see one of the answers here is, what's usher is la'asok for Torah. Which is lafalpel is amek. In other words, but to tell them the basic idea and to show them the pasuk, and especially you know to know what it is we do, what we do, mm-hmm. that might not be the iser. In other uh-huh. words, the part that makes it uniquely ours is that makes it our inheritance. What what, what bonds us to God is that in depth learning of hours and, and, and involvement mm-hmm. and, and, and the the essence of the idea and comparing it and, the, and contrasting it and building it that we don't do uh to a with, with non-jews um so that is that is one answer that is given um um i think it's rabbi phil Jakob weinberg and the uh, says it. I think it's also um, the Turi Evan. I think says that as well. Uh, Rav Asher Weiss disagrees. Uh, he says he thinks that there's no difference between learning superficially because that and, and clearly, in, when you learn with the non-Jew, what he's supposed to learn. You can learn everything that he needs to know, uh, even in very great depth. But let's say we're not talking about teaching to non-Jews. Let's say we're talking about teaching a gear. Well, he's got to know stuff, right? And what are you going to say? Oh, you're only going to know the halachas that you have to fulfill? He's probably going to want to know more than just halachas. He's probably going to want to know more about the ideas of the Torah. Now, 
this gets into a, a discussion of something I spoke about this afternoon. And it has to do with the idea of, well, if he's on his way becoming a Jew, is he, is, is he already sort of a Jew? As we said, most Achronim say he's not really a Jew. He's still a non-Jew. And Rav Kiveger writes famously that you cannot teach Torah to a ger, even though he's in the process and he's almost done everything except going to the mikvah. Rav Kiveger disagrees with the Marsha, because the Marsha, based on the Gemara about Hillel, we know that Hillel was Magyar, if you remember, that the, the Marsha uh, has one answer to say that Hillel taught um, the ger tzedek who wanted to become a Kohen Gadol, you remember? Um, that he taught him about things before he became a gear. But um, another opinion which is important to know is the opinion of Mitziv that says that you can definitely teach the Ger Tzedek or any guy Tarasha Biksav. And Dr. Kogan, we know many of the Renaissance uh, people that we see as great rabbis, they did teach Bible. Yes, yes, and, we know that. And, and so you can definitely uh, see the answer there that, again, it's all about the secret part of Torah, the Torah Shabbat. But if they already have the Torah Shabbat, so once you're learning Torah Shabbat, you can also go into the diktuk of what the language means, what this verb means. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I, if I may, I'm sorry to interrupt, but uh, Rabbi Menashe ben Israel, he was very much into it. He provided a commentaries in Latin for the non-Jews of Jewish knowledge, and it was very, very, you know, highly respected. And he was really staying with the halacha and everything. So, so. Rabbi Yeshua Boaz says a further point that when the Isser was about, don't let them have our stuff. So, Rabbi Yeshua Boaz quotes the, the Rabbi Shaya, uh, the, the, the younger, from Italy to say, Nevi'im, you can learn with them. You can teach them Nevi'im, for sure. Even if you want to say you shouldn't teach them Hamisha Chum Torah, but the Nevi'im are basically Musa and not Halachas. Uh-huh. So that's another, you know, another thing that you can do to them. Um, Got it. Rav Usher Weiss, though, says that Okay. Maybe, even if you want to be machmer and not teach them parts of Torah, they really need to know m- most of the mitzvahs that they're going to have to do as soon as they become Jews and have to tell everything. For example, you have to teach them the laws of Torah. You have to teach them before they become Jewish, the laws of Dhamma. Um, How can we send them to the mikvah and say, okay, now you're a Jew, and now they have no idea what they're going to go sit with the first graders, and they don't know how to put on tefillin or to daven. He says that he thinks that if you would paskin like that, that would be with Nagyver. Because it'll turn out that, oh, I can't daven, I can't put on tefillin, nobody taught me, I'm not sure exactly how to do any of this stuff. That, that of course, would be wrong. Now, um, you can clearly teach Every uh, Ger Tzedek, how to read Hebrew, how to say Kriya Shema, how to Davin, and um, that, Rav Asher says, should be done. There should not be a situation where, oh, I'm an Ones, I don't know how to do that yet. 
Um, another reason why a GAIR should have a, a pretty decent study program of learning because if he's not going to know how to daven and to say Kriyashma and make brachas properly, um, he's going to never really push himself. Because we know once you get to the habit of, of doing things sort of incorrectly, so he's not going to really learn uh, and, and strengthen himself the way he should. So therefore, Rav, Rav Osherwai says he should give him a course in Roshna Kodesh, you should give him a course in how to daven, how to say Kriyashma, um, anything that has to do with the normal calendar of Shabbos and Yontif, uh, of, of Lula, of Esrug, uh, of, of, of Ner Hanukkah, and all of that stuff should be part of his learning. Um, and and, and if, even if that means, if he asks a question about it, to explain the lumdus, to explain the, the logic to, to deal with. Now, Rav Usher, even though you know, Rav Usher is a very uh, fearless man, Rav Usher was, and I think Klal Yisrael during the period of Corona have seen how fearless his Pesachim are, how strong his Pesachim are. Um, but why is it that you know, we don't find until this generation the Post can writing about this? Um, so one answer you could say is that maybe the other post can held that, well, davening he can do in his own language. So, you know, let him, you don't have to teach him what the words, you don't have to teach him Hebrew or Lashon HaKodesh. Uh, you can, you know, he, he can give him an English sitter or a Russian sitter, um, Rav Usher says that might have been true then, but we know today um, that we don't really encourage that. And there are many posts that say that that if you daven from a, uh, you say Kriyashma from uh, an English sitter, it's possible you're not Yodse because there's certain words that you can't really translate properly. Um, and, and, and to say that the Shliach Tzibor is being Motsayim, um, most of the time the Shliach Tzibor doesn't have in mind to be Motsi people. And if the, if, if the new Gerd Tzedek has to tap the man on the shoulder and say, look, I don't know what the words mean yet. Did you have me in mind? You have to be worried that he's going to be embarrassed to do that. Also, the way people daven today, Rav Osher Weiss says, most of the times... The Shliach Tzibor does not daven in a way that is slow enough for people to hear it. So, therefore, he believes that every ger, man and woman, that is being uh, on his way to becoming Jewish, someone should be teaching them Kodesh very well in order for them to be able to fulfill the, the, the mitzvahs, and that is not called teaching Torah. Um, He also feels that there's a place to say that um, the whole iser of teaching Torah to a guy shouldn't even apply. There is an opinion of Tosfos, I mentioned it two days ago, that once you start the process, you're already not really a guy. I mentioned it today also in our learning. 
So therefore, um, there's no gezel, there's no arayus, and therefore, there should be no iser at all. Um, Allah Lamaisa would be, let's say you have a child that is thrown out in the streets and 50% of the people that live in the neighborhood are Jews and 50 are Goyim. So, Rav Usher says, Why? Because he's not doing it. He's doing it because he, he, he gets raised. He will say he's, he might be a Jew. Um, so anyway, that is part of his psaac about the way uh, uh, Gerim should be taught. Um, I want to just do one more thing from Rav Usher on this. This was a Shaila that was asked from him that um, Well, one was about a, a book that was translated in Spanish that you were afraid non-Jews were going to buy. Uh, he says that there's nothing wrong with that, even though non-Jews might buy it. Um, you don't have to worry about the fact that because it's in Spanish, non-Jews are going to be buying it. That's not really your problem, the fact that... Uh, so don't worry about translating it into a language that most of the time uh, uh, people are reading it aren't Jewish. Um, there's no problem with doing that. So you can definitely publish a book even though you think that you're going to get many non-Jewish buyers. But I thought this was an interesting Shaila about selling... Uh, this was a Shaila that was uh, a, a, uh, one of the Rabbonim in Johannesburg asks the following question to Rav Osher. Um... This was a, a safer again to Hillen, translated in English with a very new translation, and he wants to uh, he wants it to be sold in many of the bookstores and other places uh, on the internet sites. And we know that most of the people that will buy it are going to be non-Jews. Um, so. One issue he's worried about is that the Book of Psalms may be, you know, the English, the Christians that are, are, are buying it aren't just buying it as a book to study from. They're buying it as a book to pray from. So, because they use the Psalms as prayers, just like we do. Of course, we should learn it, and, and it's a beautiful thing, but we, but, but he sort of knows that the the evangelicals and other Christians that will be buying the book are buying it primarily to pray from. So that was the Shiloh that maybe it's it's helping uh, pushing Abu Zara in the world. The other issue is about Talmud Torah. Um, so Rav Asher says, The reason why you don't have to worry about it is first Up of the all, Christians they say the Tehillim every day. And they that's their Tfilot, right? 
part of it, yes. And, and, and they think of Jesus when they say it, right? That's who they're thinking about. Yes. Right. So one reason why you don't have to worry about it is what we said before. Look, they could probably find this somewhere else. Um, that's one thing. Um, you know, again, they could probably um, get translations other places. Maybe yours is better. They can get some other places as well. The other thing is, is that Christians are not as bad as Ovdevodizara. They're thinking about Jesus, but they also think about one God. And therefore, you can be naked. I thought they are absolute Ovdevodizara. The Rambam holds that way. The Shach says, in other words, they have, they believe that uh, in the one creator together with Jesus and the Holy Ghost. So that um, they are not being over the Avera of Avodah We, If we would do it that way, that would be Avodah But B'nai Noach do not have an Isra Avodah Bishitim. That's the, the post can say this, and a lot of Ashkenazi posts can say it, Mordechai and, and others. Uh, the Rambam feels that, that they are true, true of Ovdeh Avodazar. So, especially if you are an Ashkenazi, uh, you don't have to think that you're helping promote Avodazar. Um, Rav, Rav Asher wanted to say something else. Rav Asher wanted to say that, um, Tehillim is not a book that is like an Avodah book. It's full of praises of God. So even though do you, re- do you don't have to assume when they buy the Tehillim that they are going to just pray to Jesus with it. Because Tehillim is so powerful and doesn't mention Jesus at all that you can say that maybe they will be praying to the same God. Um, and therefore, you don't know that when they do it, that they're going to be thinking about Jesus. Um, and uh, we know that there are many religions today in the Western world um, that aren't really Ovdevodizara like the pure Catholics and others. Um, and, and therefore, when you're selling this book on your site, he believes there's a lot of ways to be to be making. Um, the other thing he feels is that um, Jews buy from Jews, um, especially you know, and therefore why assume that you're going to be selling rove to Goyim anyway? You can assume that rove the people who are going to buy it are going to be Jews. Another reason he wanted to be Makel is he's not the direct seller. In other words, Amazon sells it. So he um, he gives his stuff over to Amazon. Uh, he uh, Amazon, you know, he sends his uh, um, pr- his capital to them, and then they are the ones that are selling. So even if you want to say it's Lufnaivir, it's called Lufnei de Lufnaivir. Because um, even though it's Amodizora, so it's not you directly selling. Um, again, in terms of teaching Tarvagoyim, I think we already uh, dealt with this. Um, 
the um, just to mention uh, a Sephardi here uh, in the Chubas of the Ben Ishtai, he said that the English uh, we talked today in, in the in our in our shir that we gave earlier uh, about the uh, the the Quaker who became a, a Gertzedek. Here we have the the council, the English council in Baghdad um, wanted actually buy uh, a Tehillim that was written in Saviyad Ashuri. And the Ben Ishkai said, don't sell it to him. Um, so it would seem the Ben Ishkai already was against Tehillim uh, being Mubuza by the Goyim. Um, but that would be if you would sell directly and, and the guy comes to you over here he believes that that would not be a problem and um, despite the Ben Ishtai's Humra, times have changed since those days Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app you don't miss a single episode.